It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, g'day. Welcome to the show. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler here with you on a Monday night after a huge weekend of sport once again, Scott Sattler. And we're, uh, we're getting closer to the, uh, the NRL Grand Final. And, of course, this week is a massive week in the AFL as well. It is. Yeah, it was a huge weekend. I know the bit of a, a blowout in both the, the NRL Finals badge, um, which I, I still loved watching because there were some entertaining tries. Um, but we also saw the AFL. We know who the two teams are going to battle at the AFL Grand Final. The Swans up against Geelong in Melbourne. That Swans game was just unbelievable viewing. And then we've oh, got the Hollywood, host. Weren't they storming? Oh, and then we've got the Host Plus Grand Final in the in the Queensland Cup competition this Who's Saturday as well at Redcliffe Dolphins. Redcliffe are going to be hosting the Norse Devils, who are the current premiers. They would be the closest team to Redcliffe uh, geographically. They would be too. And bad, huge news. NRLW, Broncos missed the finals the first time since its inception. Yeah, could sort of sort of see it coming. Uh, I've got a bit of a gripe actually with the NRLW finals. Okay, but um, yeah, I could kind of kind of see that coming. They haven't been playing that great, and they lost some key players. It was uncharted waters for Ali Brigginshaw at the the post-match press conference when she basically just broke down in tears. It's yeah. She's never been in this position sure before. So, yeah, we all got now, to, I've been, I've been on the NRL. Yep. I've been on the NRL website this afternoon and you look for the games and it says, gives you the results of last weekend. And I click on the next week and it goes, finals week three. You can do better than that, NRL. Finals week three. Not even preliminary finals. What are they, Sats? What are these two games this week? Grand yeah. final qualifiers. Grand final qualifiers. They're one step I away. I think it's underwhelming course, the word preliminary, it is. isn't oh, it? What about finals week three? Yeah. That's even more pathetic. <laughs> Cowboys, of course, um, are hosting one of those and the Panthers. The other, we'll talk a little bit more about those. We'll get to our Kia top seven moments from the, uh, the weekend. And um, in our hot topic, we might have a bit of a chat, Sats. A really confronting story last night. Uh, on Mario Fennec on Channel yeah. 7. I, I'm, I'm a good mate, um, and as a lot of people are in the game. And I'm sure you've had a bit to do with Mars. I played with it Mario was, in our first year at the Crushers. You did he at the, the Crushers. Captain. Yeah, tremendous guy. Su- super difficult to watch. Yep. But also, in a way, I kind of, kind of found it uplifting. Mm. I, I, I just see this positivity about the guy that I find incredible, despite everything that's going on. So, And I think it, it's a really, really important topic in the game of rugby league. So we'll chat about that as well, Sat. You can join us anytime you want with a text, 0457-736-736. Uh, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. More soon on Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, well, let's talk about what happened in the NRL for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, a couple of really strong wins 
of course, to the Eels, 40-4 to over mm. my poor old Raiders. They just couldn't get in the game. And uh, the Rabbitohs were quite dominant as well. I won't say equally as dominant, but they were very strong and a good win to them over the Sharkies, Sats. Um, now, what, what we see very often is those top four teams don't all make it through to week three of the finals or the grand final qualifiers, and that's happened again, the Sharks. Mm. They'll be, they'll be super disappointed going out in uh, in straight sets, won't they? Absolutely. Uh, been defensively brilliant all year, second best defensive side in the competition. And to concede 70 points in two weeks across the two most important games of the season would be really concerning for, for Craig Fitzgibbon. You know, the, the question is now being thrown out there is they just don't have that player. Have, have they got that player that, that understands winning in finals? Well, I, I think... They've got some really good players there, yeah. and and I know, one thing I know, and this, I've done, I did this myself playing for the Raiders. Nineteen eighty-eight, we went out straight at the back door, and nineteen ninety-three in my last year, and it really hurts. It's it's it's, it's not a, a a good feeling. But in uh, we were leading the comp in ninety-three as well when Ricky broke his ankle in that um, last round. Mm. Um, but you learn from it. You certainly learn from it. Well, and the Raiders came back the next year and won the comp. Now they did have. A few of those star players that you're talking about, I'm not so sure it was about that. I just think I think I've got a feeling that the big letdown from the the Cowboys match, um, week one of the finals, when they were leading with by eight points with eight minutes to go, and then they had to go to Golden Point, and they got beaten. I, I'm not sure they ever recovered from that. Yeah, big letdown. Sharks. Letdown tough emotionally, but a letdown physically as well because 93 yes. minutes that game went for and. And to be quite honest, even though they finished second after the regular season, you know, they're riding high for a long time, the Sharkies. And it, it's stressful trying to stay up there when you're not used to being up there. Now, they've played mm. finals for a while now. And, of course, they won the comp in 2016. But it was a different Sharks team than we've seen over the last few previous seasons. And and that has been the, the injection of Craig Fitzgibbon, a lot of the, the principles that he's been able to to implement. But... Yeah, disappointing, disappointing way to, to go out the back door the way they did. Um, and equally for South Sydney, what was so impressive about them is they're so renowned for their attack, but they conceded a try off a, a crossfield kick knockdown to Britton Nakora and an intercept to Ronaldo Mulatalo. So they yeah, were really absolutely. good defensively, yeah. Well, let me get a few things from you here, Sats. Your player of the weekend in those those two games from Cam those Murray. four teams. He was absolutely yeah, unbelievable in that Saturday night. I'm with you. And I was asked this morning on uh, Patton Heels about uh, Latrell Mitchell being the player, you know, and Nathan Cleary, you've got to have that superstar. And I, I said, I think it might be more so Cam Murray because I saw the difference between them a couple of weeks ago mm. when he went off against with that head knock against the Roosters. And then last week, how good he was, and this week even better. I, I think he's their, their key player. Latrell was actually Latrell was good the other night. Made a few mistakes. Yeah, though. he did. He, he was good the other night, but he wasn't as dominant as what we've seen him in other games. So, and that's mm. actually a, that's a frightening pop- proposition for a side playing it against sure them. Is. Yeah. Your play of the weekend. Oh. Could you pick out any one particular play that stood out? Well, in the NRL, Junior Barlow, who they've got this beautiful trademark play where they, they go two passes to Big Barlow, who runs into the defence, and he turns like hip, hip and spin like the, like the old Arthur Beetson. Yeah. He stands in the tackle, and, and one of his playmakers just runs off his outside hip and he did that a number of times on Friday night fortunate enough to be there at Combank calling the game against the Raiders and he finally got it right and he was able to bring Jack Whiten into the defense then Mitchell Moses just went through a yawning hole and uh, 
and scored a beautiful try, yeah, in that uh, yeah. northeastern corner. Yeah. What about beautiful. you? All right. Anything that stands um, out for you? Well, I, while we were at – my, my highlight of the weekend was actually going to uh, the new Allianz Stadium. Oh, what, what, what did you think? It's was, it was outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. Um, we didn't, I didn't get the tour. I couldn't, I couldn't do the whole stadium. But from the facilities that we saw in the whole – Well, you rang me front, late in the afternoon. You were lost. Great. So. I said, how, well, no one even at the stadium. Because it's only <laughs> some people are working there for the first time. Where are the, uh, where are the uh, radio commentary boxes? Uh, level 2. Get there and they go, no, no, I don't think they're here. I think they've got to go back down and up another <laughs> set of stairs. Level, oh, God. So anyway, I rang Mate, you've been here? And he went, no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that was outstanding. And while we were, whilst we were there and waiting for the, uh, the game to start, Sharkies and Rabbitohs, we watched the end of the Swans and Collingwood oh, game from that. right next door. And you could hear it. You could hear the crowd going off. And that was, uh, yeah, that final minute was, uh, was something, yeah, something was special. Yeah, very, very good. All right, a uh, couple of big games this weekend, of course. Now, before we go, um, Mal Meninga on SEN says Payne Haas is interested in playing for Australia, but the decision's going to come down to personal reasons. Well, I'm not quite sure with Payne at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I did have a chat to him, and um, he's certainly eligible. He wants to play for Australia, but mm. he's obviously got some some personal things he needs to needs to. Um, Help out, help out in support. So um, sure. I'm not quite sure with pain at the moment. Um, so you know, obviously family first. Well, first and foremost, he's got a, a shoulder, a couple of shoulder in- injuries that he's carried into the back end of the season. But most notably, we saw um, his mother, who was who was uh, sentenced what two weeks ago, actually. So I'm thinking, reading between the lines, maybe that's got something to do with with uh, the personal reasons. If he's hesitant, or if he's, or if there's anything to do with him, maybe wanting to play for uh, Samoa, mm. then I don't think he'll go. No, I just don't think. I don't think Mal will have part. If you're not jumping out of your skin when either Mal or someone on the coaching staff rings you and says, "Hey, are you? Are, how are you going for the World Cup? Are you keen to play for Australia?" The if answer you're not should going, be, "My bag is zipped up and ready to go, Mal." Yep, you should be. You're all the answer should be what 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 Alf said when Wayne Bennett rang him about coming back from Warrington. Um, why didn't you call sooner? Or I thought you'd never call Wayne. Of course, I'm, of course yeah. I'm playing. If it's not of course I'm playing, then I don't think you should be going. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sats, the NRLW, both Queensland sides are, are out of the uh, the six, six teams in it. The Broncos and Titans are the two teams that miss out. But this is what sort of, you know, I've got a bit of a beef with. And I know mm-hmm. there's only six teams, but it's a four-teams finals format. Really? So what we found is that the Eels, who until the weekend had not won a game, yeah. lost all f- of their first four games, defeat the Broncos 28-16, and they're into the finals. Yeah. One win. Because it's only five rounds, and then they play finals. Yeah, I, I know that they, they need content, certainly but seriously, mediocrity with, yeah, there, Yeah, with six we? teams, you'd just like to go top two teams, play off for a grand final. Or, or even top three, Sats. So mm. I'd be happy. To t- first team, have a rest. Yep. Other two play off, play off the top team. But yeah. Anyway, good that's going to change. Is it next year they go to eight? They go to eight, ten. I think it is. Eight or ten. Yeah, eventually yeah. ten. Yeah, I so think they've, they've gone over eight. I think they're going to ten, yeah. And a top eight, all good. Top four, yeah, beautiful. But, um, you know, sorry, when you've got an eight-team comp. But. Okay, thanks, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. We're going to come back with our hot topic. We'll talk a bit about uh, Mario Fennick here from Channel 7 last night. And you might be able to chime in with your thoughts. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. 
Yes, that's uh, we spoke about it off the top, and it was very difficult viewing in some ways last night on Channel 7. A fantastic uh, story on Mario Fennec's battle with dementia. Uh, and uh, don't forget, you can get award-winning car insurance with some Suncorp. Um, it was on seven spotlight sats, and uh, they, they had a long, an extended story, didn't they, yep. on Mario? Um, and mostly with his wife, Rebecca. Jeff Fennec was in the, in the story as well. And it was about his um, struggle with dementia. This is one grab from Mario. There are times I, I get uh, really bad, li- li- like your, you know, anxiety, anxiety stuff. Yeah, it's not much fun having brain damage, mate, because I literally forget things like that. Yeah, confronting. Um, confronting, very confronting. Mm. You know, he said he said at one point that. Um, most days he wakes up and he says to Rebecca, I, I just feel weird, I feel strange. Because, you know, his, his mind's, well, he's, he's, um, it's going on him. And well, you know, Badge, I was his listening. His thoughts are going and I, he's struggling with it. I was just listening to that audio then and I'm only going to mention my father once and I don't want to make this about my dad, but the experiences that I'm having with him and he, listening to Mario is exactly like talking to my father. He'll get halfway through a sentence and all of a sudden he'll get a brain fade. Yeah. But then in the next sentence, he'll start talking about something in the past, 60s, 70s, where he'll talk about a game or a player and a place. And, and it's like he was there yesterday. And Mario, yes, in that story last night on Spotlight, and, and the listeners who didn't see it, I employ you to go and watch it on the 7 app. Um, talking about a, there's some footage of the 1984 semifinal against the Dragons at the SCG. And he said, oh, that was, that was 84, yeah. So long-term memory. Amazing. Great. But as you're saying, Badge, um, what I found with the story with Mario Fennec last night, who we both know, and he's a tremendous guy, Mario, and is that is that he well his style of play first and foremost, the way that he used to play, especially when he went to the front row, he used to duck his head into the defensive yep. line. He was always going to probably receive a lot more head knocks than what a lot a lot of people have in their careers. Um, but we're seeing so much of it now and we hear from neuro- neurologists and and it's not until you hear it from a blue-collar player who's been in the front line who is still able to tell his story a little bit, being finished off by his wife, Rebecca, it was far more compelling. He was diagnosed with CTE, which is um, generally, you know, they know what's what's happening to him and generally you can't, be properly diagnosed until you, you pass away and then yeah. they, they um, do, do it in the post-mortem. But at 53, he's now 60. He's 61 at the end of the year. So he's, you know, it's, it's, um, he's regressing. It's getting worse. W- recently, we've uh, we spoken to Roy Simmons. Um, and, of course, Royce did the big fundraiser because he's being diagnosed with, uh, you know, early-onset dementia. Steve Mortimer, Mortimer we've heard, we know, mm-hmm. is, um, is going through his struggles. And it's not very uncommon. And guys like your dad, who are a little bit older than those guys, I think the f- confronting thing is um, when you're in your 50s to, to know that you've got some damage and it's going to get worse. And uh, the thing is as well, um, he... he has to he, he couldn't remember his son's wedding they'd been to his son's wedding the day before Rebecca said she didn't make a big deal of it till the day and they went and they had a great day and he woke up the next day and went great uh, when's Joe getting married she said, what could not believe yeah. it. so it's you know progressively getting worse and at some stage it seems like he, he will need full-time care which is um, which is a very difficult thing to deal with I know a lot of families deal with this so I'm not saying this is isolated to rugby league players 
but there is definitely a correlation between head knocks and uh, the, the sort of damage that we were seeing that Mario was under. Expensive as well, Badge. And yeah, that story last night was great education and awareness. There's also a cry for help from Rebecca and the family that, that she needs help from a, from, well, a, you know, from a game that he gave great service to on the field. Then after, after the game, of course, he's in the media for a long p- period of time and also worked in their, in their headquarters for a number of years. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, also what I found Badge um, quite confronting was when he was repeating stories during the, during the broadcast of that, that story last night, talking about playing golf. And then within the next sentence, he said, yeah, I played golf yesterday. He said it again. And, um, you know, the, the, what, what was interesting, Badge, is his wife, Rebecca, talking about his years on the footy show, where he was always the butt of jokes. And he was yeah. the, the, I suppose, the, the court jester. And he said at times he would come home and he was, he was quite annoyed at the, at the treatment that he got. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure a lot of people knew that. Outside of the outside of the circles. Now, if you want to join in and, and uh, throw your two cents worth in and tell us what you think about this, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. There is, you know, there, there are many ideas that people have to try to to minimise the amount of head contact that players have over their career. It's not just about the big hits; can be about that, but mostly it's about the cumulative effect of of head knocks, of multiple head knocks. And here's a few ideas, Sats. Um, mandatory stand-down period for concussion, like boxing. Well, boxing so with, you, a, with a concussion was three months. Yeah, we, yeah. we have now uh, independent doctors that say you can or cannot play. You haven't reached a certain level. Um, but should there be a few weeks? Well, you know, it's very difficult to say you can have three months off. You have to have three months off because our season goes for six. We can only but if, we, this is, if this is what you, the, the right thing to do, then... Half the comp will be missing at times. Well, that's the thing. The, the only way we can achieve that badge is if we have bigger squads. Mm. Um, yeah, and that should be something. Maybe that's something else that we need. Uh, less or no contact at training. I think that is, a, for want of a better term, Sats, a no-brainer. I think no contact. Less or in, no contact I think no contact in season training. In season. Yeah, and maybe, and, and, maybe six weeks out from the start of the season. Yeah, um, but that, not there as There should heavy. be no contact. Um, we, we're getting a lot of education and... We, and that show last night on Spotlight on Channel 7 was probably one of the greatest educations you can get as a, but, as a contact sportsman or woman. But, but for young players and young coaches and, and, and people and staff around games, education there is super, super important because you haven't seen a kid as a 12 or 15-year-old. Um, you know, there's all sorts of trouble later on. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of other things. Talking about maybe a five-metre rule to lessen the impacts. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, uh, and harsher penalties for headshots. I'm just not sure sure they're harsh enough. Yeah, the they're moment. always going to happen, unfortunately. It's just the little tiny ones that, that go unnoticed. But, not gonna, badge, but, the little but players are not going to keep tackling super high if they get 10 weeks instead of two. Yeah, for, uh, for and bigger benches badge. I think we should have six players on the bench. Yeah, there mm. you go. Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row. Don't forget, give us a buzz, 0457 736 736. Text us and tell us what you think about that. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day, Sports Update. Hey, Sats, is this a, uh, a live-free zone? You know what I mean? No. Live golf? Uh, I think everyone's starting to, to warm to it a little bit more. 
Tell you Gary, what, money they ever put since Cam Smith's gone over, I think everyone started to to soften a little bit. I know See, I have, and, and that was the key to get these players yeah. that people actually follow. But you follow not the game, you follow certain players. Mm. And Cameron Smith is one of them, the superstar of the game, youngster. And it's only taken him two events to to get back uh, onto the winners' podium. He took out the Chicago Invitational. By three strokes and uh, four million US, six million dollars Australian. For his On top job. of the hundred and thirty or forty Ooh. million he got just to come over to the competition, so straight away it's Ooh. it's um, it's cut through, isn't it? What they're doing yeah. is live at the moment. It's it's all about money, but for him, as he's always said, it's it's also about the some of the legs of the tournament, which at this stage, looking at three tournaments in Australia. Yeah, exactly. would you go and watch badge huh? if if you oh. if there was one playing near you and Cam Smith was playing. Would you, and Leishman and co, would you go play? Well, yeah, go watch. If those Aussies were there, yeah. yeah. If, if it wasn't for those particular players or other, other Aussies, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, now, last night, uh, Lockie Neal came within a whisker mm. of winning his second straight Brownlow. Uh, one vote behind Carlton star Patrick Cripps. And, uh, yeah, let's have a listen to him. Carlton P. Cripps. Three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2022 Brownlow medal is Patrick Cripps of the Carlton Football Club. Yeah, that was Gillian McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL, and he would have been, it would have been like eating razor blades, Gillian McLaughlin reading out his name, because in round 23, he was set to miss Cripps with, a, uh, with suspension. But the suspension was overturned on appeal. And at the time, Gillian McLaughlin, he said he called it nonsense, and he was very agitated at the uh, at the decision, so and in that round twenty three, he got maximum points. Didn't Carlton Carlton lose that last round? Well, they and yeah they lost the last on, round. He was on the losing side, yep. and he got three points. Yeah, and and it's also uh, the eighth time, only the eighth time in thirty three years. That's about one in four where the winner comes from a team that's not in the finals. So you don't necessarily have to be featuring the big games to to make it through. So uh, anyway, congratulations Did you see him to this him. Morning badge? Apparently he's been right up there for years. So yeah, he's, for many a, years. he's a good player. Close. He was um, he was on the Today Show this morning with one of the great other um, backup after big nights, Carl Stefanovic, and he's he looked like his eyes were bleeding. Patrick oh, Cripps. Oh, he was that hungover. Uh, you know, who'd feel, still be feeling bad, I reckon, from Thursday night. It's not a long time ago, but. What about um, at the end of that uh, rugby test yeah. where the Wallabies just about had it won? Uh, somehow, right at the end, they, they copped the decision against uh, Bernard Foley for taking too long. Uh, here's his, at the acting captain, Nick White. Sorry, I'm so, you know exactly I what I want to do. Oh, no. You I know exactly, I told you two times. I know. And then you still continue. I understand, if but you, he was just about Nick, to get him for two seconds. Nick, no, 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 no way. Mate, Nick. that just cost us Nick, can, the rugby can, can, championship. Can I yeah? Can I speak? I tell you, you first, because you are the captain. Yes. I tell to you ten. Then I, 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 I warning him, I say, if you don't play immediately, I will give a strength. So that's not fair what you did at the end. You, you just run the time. So, and you know exactly, if you think I'm not capable to give a scrum and to turn a ball, you make a mistake. Yeah. So now you know it. That was referee Matt Raynell, who's, uh, who mm. at the time was pointing to Nick White and actually pointing into his chest, giving him his, his instructions. Now, I've got to say, uh, many rugby experts from around the world have said they've never seen anything like it when the game, there was so much at stake. There are other quarters of rugby that have said... Bernard Foley's teammates 
were telling him, hurry up, kick the ball. I read at least three of them were screaming at him to do it, and it was so loud. You could hear how loud it was. He's just saying, I I couldn't hear, and I didn't realise the ref had time uh, back on. He said, I thought it was still time out, but you'll never do that again. No. I don't know if an an Aussie player will ever do that again in that situation. You won't stuff around. And if he was trying to waste time, well, it, it backfired on him big time. That was yeah. uh, that was just terrible. Righto, better get to the break again. Australia's biggest Beaumont tiles together with us wants to boost your business. Just head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. This is Sports Day. Back soon with our Kia Top 7. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, See it at kia.com.au. Plenty happening over the weekend. And the NRLW, well, they actually had all three games at Central Coast on Sunday. And the Roosters, well, they go into the finals undefeated and won the minor premiership. Up quick they were on Isabel Kelly. She's got a winger there and they're in. The Roosters go in again. Jamie Frezard. Roosters 38 defeat the Titans 12. And with that, they gain the minor premiership. Yeah, the uh, the triple head, a good crowd up there on the Voice, sunny, on voice the of Chris Coast. Warren there, Badge, our friend. Yes, yeah. great stuff. Number six in the Kia Top 7, mentioned this earlier on, Cameron Smith, the golfer, got his first live tour win in Chicago. This to tie his team. He's obviously going to win the event. Nine weeks since being crowned Open champion at St. Andrews. is now a live golf winner for the first time right here in Chicago. And he's done it in style by four shots. Yeah, outstanding. And just earning more money. I don't think he has to <laughs> worry about uh, it's not about the money. doing much after his 50th. Now, Animo, stormed home to win the Group 1 George Main Stakes at Randwick. Animo races to the lead at the 250. Animo just in front from Ice Bath, beating off Hinge. Then came Fangirl, but Animo, up goes Animo on the George Main Stakes, breaking clear. And there's five Group 1s. Animo went under beat Ice Bath. Yeah, and, uh, and James McDonald got five as well on the day. Five wins, mm. including uh, a great win on Nature Strip as well. Aren't those two looking good for the, uh, the spring carnival? Now, way back on Thursday night it was, the Wallabies. This was heartbreaking. On the cusp of a famous win over the All Blacks when this happened. I said first, yes. you play, we play, okay? Yes. Then I time off. The, I, time off. I switch, switch off the time. I say to, to your player, I switch on the time and you play immediately. Okay. And he wait, he wait, he wait. So that's a scrum for the All Blacks. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. And Bernard Foley saying I didn't hear him. Well, he must have heard him because he's actually starting to, to kick the ball to into touch. To take the kick. Exactly. Yeah, so the All Blacks were behind by only a couple. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a scrum, score in the corner, and, uh, and ended up winning by five, I think, didn't they? Uh, two. Couple, anyway. Two, behind by three, yeah. yeah they right. were number three in the Kia Top 7. South Sydney keep marching on and into this week's grand final qualifier. Put him under pressure. Looks for the offload. Gets oh. the pass back away. Tane Milne wants two. They turn up and the ball oh. comes back away. And South Sydney through little Lockie Elias. The young halfback scores an important try to take them one step closer to a rematch with the Penrith Panthers. Good defender, isn't he? 
Lockie, Lockie he's Elias. playing good yeah. football, and we see now why they decided to move on from Adam Reynolds. Uh, you can't fit everyone under your cap, especially when they're on the wrong side of 30. So, yeah, he's playing great. Uh, are you singing the song, Sat? South Sydney go marching on. Come on. No, it's all around, it's all around the bar. That's the oh, South there you Sydney. go. Yeah. Rightio. Mm. Uh, number two, Kia Top 7, Friday night was a dominant performance by Paris. Seven tries to one. Puts a little right footer in. Oh, Xavier Savage got nutmegged. Tommy Opacek scores. He's bound for Hull next year. He's not the biggest name in this Parramatta side. And he's come up with a spectacular try in a final. Oh, it was a leg breaker, wasn't it? And they were absolutely on fire. And Tom Opacek, actually, he's got a, a bit of a hamstring issue. Mm. He says he's going to be right this week, but uh, might have been just precautionary keeping off the field. Now, uh, number one. And the Kia Top 7 over the weekend, well, it couldn't get any more exciting if you're a Swannies fan, even if you're just an AFL sporting fan. The finish to this game between the Swans and also Collingwood, it was unbelievable. The siren pending on the kick end. Every last ounce of energy exhausted. The final kick. The siren sounds. Sydney stared down the Grim Reaper and they live to tell the tale. They take their place in the 2022 Grand Final. Collingwood left nothing out there. One of the great broadcasters, Jared Waitley there. Yeah. With the Swans and, Fantastic. and Collingwood. First, Outstanding. Yeah, their first GF since 2016. Thanks to SEN Fox Sports, Stan Sport, Channel 7 for all of that audio. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Nero. Back soon to wrap it all up. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, for Elders Insurance, hands-on support for our local community, Sats. Uh, it seems as though Father Time has caught up with Gennady Golovkin. That's how you say it, Gennady? Gennady Golovkin? Gen- oh, Gennady Golovkin, yeah. Yep. Triple G, uh, yeah. He's, he's 40. He is. And he fought Canalo Alvarez in their third meet. They mm-hmm. haven't fought for four years. And uh, from all, all reports... Have you watched this? I watched the fight uh, yesterday. Alvarez, too good. Badge, yeah. Uh, the first fight, Golovkin, everyone thought he was the victor. They called it a draw. Alvarez won the second one. So this third one, yeah, like you said, four years later. Golovkin at 40, you can just tell he's lost the tread in his tyres a little bit. Uh, and Alvarez still at 32 is, is a great champion. So, um, yeah, Alvarez won convincingly. But again, in boxing, two judges had it, I think it was like one 16 114 or something. If it would have been a, if he would have won the last round, Kennedy Golovkin, it could have been a draw. It would have been an absolute oh, right? travesty because Alvarez, yeah, he controlled the fight from the no. first round. Enough of these older guys like Golovkin fighting. I just can't <laughs> wait for Gallon and Hodges at the end of the year. That's going to be outstanding stuff. Mm. Not French Cycling <laughs> Federation. Remember this? That's they they uh, they flew out here for the Australian title. So on the weekend in in Wollongong, uh, the road titles cycling. And they're, uh, to make sure that their riders are in good shape, they put, put them all up the front of the plane in business class. Yep. The men, mm. the women, they had to fly up the back. <laughs> this is French. <laughs> I, I you know what the, their, their reason was? 
because the men are like top top ranked and they're more likely to win medals, where the women are making up the numbers. I guess that, that kind of said. Yeah, they so never they, heard of. They were never going to win, so they put <laughs> they sat them up the back with their bikes. That's horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> they had to sit on their, in the overhead sit on their bikes all the way up. Yeah. No, no, they were sitting on their bikes in the aisle, pedalling over. Oh, just terrible. Have they never heard of you know a great feel-good story where you're not expected to win, that all of a sudden? I tell you what, if one of those women do win the gold medal or a they'll, medal, they'll, they'll be in get, business. They'll swap their seats and on the, the way home. And the expected male to win a medal doesn't get the medal. He's back near Nebraska, oh, right at the back yeah, of the plane. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Now, former NBA star Aaron Baines has made an impressive debut for the uh, the Bullets. 14.6 rebounds in a preseason game against the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, so that's auguring well for his time with the Bullets. We know he's an absolute star, yeah. Aaron Baines. And uh, is he going to feature for the um, the Boomers at the end of the World Championship? Uh, interesting one. Up? Is it going to be a little sure. bit more of a Not Lauren sure. Jackson situation. I mean, he's had injuries, yeah. Aaron Baines. So it's a great, it's a really good redemption story, comeback story, Aaron Baines. So I'll tell you what, he probably wouldn't be thinking about that. But uh, as he plays and if he has the influence everyone's expecting him to have, he may be drafted in. And Australian punter Jesse Mirko has wowed the Americans uh, in the uh, NFL this. playing for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yep. So he's punting. He's, he's just kicking the ball. It's just a That's punter. all he does. Yep. And if it lands where it's supposed to, you're, you're a hero. Well, it's all have about listen. what they call hang time and also uh, positioning. And what he did is he had a great punt and it you're not allowed to let it go over what we call the try line they're they're in the end zone the end zone so it stopped a meter from the well the the goal line uh the end zone and then it trickled into touch so basically the opposition team's got to bring it from a meter off their line so in in nfl he's just put about another two hundred thousand dollars on his contract per (laughs) week right that's it that's all we've got time for Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, and we will catch you tomorrow night. Elders Insurance from local footy to community events. It's our way of giving back. Catch you then. See ya. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.